0: Welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Mark chapter 8. Then we'll look at some few key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let's go ahead and get started. Mark chapter 8, Jesus feeds the 4,000. During those days, another large crowd gathered. They had nothing to eat, When he had taken the seven loaves and given thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people, and they did so. They had a few small fish as well. He gave thanks for them also and told the disciples to distribute them. The people ate and were satisfied. After the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over, about four thousand were present. After he had sent them away, he got into the boat with his disciples and went to the region of Dadmanutha. The Pharisees came and began to question Jesus, to test him. They asked him for a sign from heaven. He sighed deeply and said, why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly, I'll tell you, no sign will be given to it. Then he left them, got back into the boat and crossed to the other side. The yeast of the Pharisees and Herod. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, except for one loaf they had with them in the boat. Be careful, Jesus warned them. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They discussed this with one another and said, Is it because we have no bread? Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened Do you have eyes but fail to see, and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? Twelve, they replied. And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? They answered, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not understand? Jesus heals the blind man at Bethsaida. They came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, Do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Once more Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened, his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home, saying, Don't even go into the village. Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, Who do people say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. And still others, one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Messiah. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. The way of the cross. And then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. This is the end of Mark chapter 8. Now let us look at the key takeaways from uh, chapter 8. So first of all, we see Jesus feeling compassion for the multitude of people that have been following him um, and at this point hungry. And so instead of sending them back without anything to eat, he instructs his disciples to uh, have them uh, fed. And this is when he performs the miracle of the feeding the 4,000 with only seven loaves and a few fish. Uh, the second takeaway we see, Jesus is now, after this miracle, uh, gets in a boat with, uh, with his disciples, and they depart to an area close to Capernaum. Uh, the Pharisees came uh, up to him and they start asking him for a sign uh, to prove that he is who he claimed to be, which that was the son of God and the Messiah. And Jesus refuses to give them any more signs uh, than other than the miracles he had already performed and all the scriptures that he had fulfilled that of the Old Testament. And instead he tells them that, um, you know, his resurrection will be the sign um, and that he's going to give them. And he indirectly points into to the resurrection by telling them that Jonah um, and the three days that he spent in the belly of the fish, that that would be their sign. Uh, the third takeaway, see, we see Jesus here leaving the Pharisees and telling his disciples to be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees. At first, the disciples were confused, not understanding, thinking he was talking about physical bread. And later, uh, Jesus interprets for them that he's talking about uh, their spiritual corruption. And then the fourth takeaway, we see, we see Jesus in uh, Bethsaida, uh, which is about seven mile, miles north of the Sea of Galilee and east of Jordan River. Uh, we see him curing a blind man uh, by first holding him by the hand, spitting on his eyes, and then putting his hands upon him. And miraculously, uh, the sight of the man is restored. Um, And the fifth takeaway, we see that Jesus is now in Caesarea Philippi, and he's asking his disciples, who do people say he is? Um, And he gets all kinds of answers from John the Baptist to Elijah to prophet. Um, And then he says, but who do you say that I am? Who do you think I am? And Peter's the one that answers correctly and says, you are the Christ You are the son of the living God. And this is basically the Holy Spirit revealing this to Peter. Uh, On the sixth takeaway, we see Jesus begins to teach them about the continued rejection that they're going to be experiencing and also what he is about to endure, which is the um, crucifixion, death, and then resurrection in the third day. Uh, The disciples don't really understand what he's talking about. And Peter especially is actually bothered by this and says, uh, starts to rebuke Jesus. Jesus turns around and rebukes him. Uh, basically, get get away from me, Satan. Because uh, he recognizes that Peter is talking uh, based on human needs and human emotions and not talking uh, out of a spiritual um, perception uh, paradigm. So, in summary, Jesus, we see feeding the 4,000. Uh, a multitude with only seven loaves and a few fish we see a multitude of people following jesus and his disciples begging jesus to heal them uh, of all sorts of sickness um, and jesus performing uh, many more miracles we see the elders and the pharisees and the scribes uh, become jealous of jesus and and follow him in order to try to catch him doing or saying something wrong Uh, they even ask him for a sign to prove that he is the son of man and the messiah jesus um refuses and instead uh, rebukes them and points them only to the story of Jonah as a way to tell them that his resurrection will be the ultimate sign. Jesus continues to heal blind people and conduct other miracles. Jesus then asks his disciples who are people saying that he is and who do they think he is. Um, And then we see Peter correctly answering, you are the Christ, Uh, you are the Son of God, the Messiah. Jesus also warns them about the uh, leaven of the Pharisees, basically saying, Beware of their spiritual corruption. And then finally, we see Jesus telling his disciples that in order to enter into the kingdom of God, in order to follow him, uh, people are to renounce everything, all material things. Um, and that if anyone is ashamed of him, he too will be ashamed uh, when he comes in in all his glory. So this is basically the end of chapter 8. Now let us end with a short prayer. Father, we love and we glorify you. We thank you for loving us with such deepness um, that it's really hard for us to comprehend the love that you have for us. It is hard to realize that you were willing to send your son, who is pure and who has never known sin, to die in our place, to basically take upon him all the sins of humanity. In the moment he became sin, so that we would be made righteous in your eyes and would be forgiven by your grace and by our faith in your son Jesus. So when we know we don't deserve this. Instead, we deserve to be set apart from you uh, due to our sins. But Father, we just thank you for sending us your son Jesus, to show us the way back to reconciliation with you. Let us not continue to be blind. And Lord, help us see the many signs that you give us every day, Lord, of your love, um, your love for us, for the human race. Um, And Lord, help us, uh, help our unbelief. Give us faith, Lord. Uh, We believe in you, Father God. We believe that Jesus is the only way back to your glory. Father, we pray that you continue to keep us close to your infinite heart and infinite love, and that this love continues to redeem our souls. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So this concludes the end of Mark chapter 8. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.